You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. I don't know if I can really get into it. It's been I've been out of the game for a long time. And <laughs> talking like a boxer who's been shunned by his old boxing ring. The last time I was actively playing Magic was before they introduced Planeswalkers. Ready or not, they still aren't leaving the couch. Welcome to the Twig Podcast. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Intros provided by our friend Silvervarg. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the podcast where we talk to you about things that have gone on next week in gaming. We predicted the future. We, Finally, we've crafted the technology. If you believe us, then we predict the future every time. So listen, I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. And I'm Claptrap. Oh, God. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, Claptrap, what have you been playing this week? Well, um, I played Spider-Man. Hey, you beat Spider-Man. I beat Spider-Man. Finally. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's very on good. On PS4, I watched, I watched most of the ending of it. You did. It was very good. They did such a good job. Um, and Such a good Spider-Man. To, yeah. to cap off the uh, Satur- Saturday night? That we came down? I don't remember. To cap off Saturday night, I got drunk and bought Sekiro. (laughs) And I've been playing that on and off for the last Mm -hmm. week. Dying a lot. Not progressing much. It's a very Souls game. You know what, though? I actually like it, though. That's the problem. Because there's a range of movement and speed with this game. Whereas Dark Souls, you're basically just waddling around a lot behind a shield. Yeah. I mean, blood. That's why I like Bloodborne better than Dark Souls, is because Bloodborne there's quicker movement. I'm not spending yeah. my time behind a shield. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm actually running around and getting rewarded for my quick reaction times. Like I, I'm stuck on like three different bosses and three different sections, and trying to figure out their move sets and how I need to deflect yeah. or whatever. And like is a pain because for me. I because who I am as a person. As soon as she's like struggling with with any boss in any game, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look up how to do it because there's clearly some weird way to do it. And it's, it's always like, in order to beat the boss, you have to have this very specific item. If case, In case you don't have the item, here's the guide to get the item. And it's like 49 steps that are like, you have to go back throughout the entire game Were and get all the items. by the IRS? Yeah, they it's are. It's crazy. I mean, also speaking of Sekiro, since it's not in the notes, someone already beat the... Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry. The under, beat it under an hour. Yep. Does not surprise me. No. 59 minutes and 48 I watched, seconds. I watched a sub 80 minute run of Dark Souls 3 all bosses the day it came out. Yeah. I'm like, people are fucking insane. Yeah, they it's, are. I, I just don't understand. But I mean, this game, I'm just reading about it, like on like IGN forums and all that stuff, people who are like crazy about Dark Souls and have played it as many times as they can on like the most extreme mode are like, this is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But it's so pretty it's so pretty it's it seems very smooth but yeah so i've been playing that um dying (laughs) dying dying there's a part with a snake that was very oh my god stress you can't fight the snake you just have to you can stab them you can they really should just like prepare to die with honor on the back of the case like (laughs) you know what though there is some kanji letters in the back so maybe that's what it says who knows google translate has that thing now you can just hold your camera up to it says like google goggles basically Yeah. yeah Um, I, uh, I played a little bit of Overwatch, played like, uh, 20 minutes of Overwatch this week. Yep. Noise, noise. Cause Overwatch. And nope. then last night I figured out that 
I can use my Xbox Game Pass on my PC. Yep. And you can download certain games off of Game Pass onto your PC. Yep. At the so, same time yeah. that I was using the Xbox on the same account. So Sarah's using my account to play Fallout 4, which we got off of Game Pass. While I downloaded, installed, and played at the same time Crackdown 3 yep. on my account, but on my PC. Meanwhile, nice. and every time she got an achievement, it would pop up yeah, on the TV, God. which was really funny because it would pop up on mine first and me and Al were laughing every time. And then like two minutes later, it would pop, I would see it pop up on the computer screen. Meanwhile, PS4, if you if like back when my PS4 was in the living room or one of them was in the living room, we had one in the bedroom and say Corey was watching Netflix on my PS4 account. And we would go into the bedroom and sign into the same account. He would get booted off, even though we're not playing games. We're just logged into the same account. That's not allowed. You can't watch two things at the same time. Yeah. No. But yeah, no, um, I played Crackdown 3 for, for a couple hours last night. How is night. the Terry Crews simulator? It's actually really fun. Like <laughs> It looks like fun. Have you ever played Crackdown 1 not. or 2? Okay, you've played Saints Row. Yep, the third. It, it's very least. Saints Row-esque. It's, but it's cartoony? It's, yeah, it's, it's futuristic settings. It's think Saints Row, but Xbox exclusive. See, it made me think Bulletstorm. But no. Like third person. Mm -mm, no. I thought it was a racing game, so. <laughs> it, it's a lot closer to Saints Row than it is Bulletstorm. I can see why you think Bulletstorm just because of how the characters look. The characters and the art style. Yeah. Like the futuristic sort of thing going on. Yeah, it's it's an open world just destroy everything. Sweet. With with Terry Crews. I'm not playing as Terry Crews's character, but Aww. his stats aren't what I wanted, so. That's fair. But no, I I was playing that for a couple hours last night and today. And then for a couple hours today. And um, that was it. That's it. It's been slow. I, it's, I'm well, currently been, poor, so it's been a Sekiro week. And yeah. then, like, you beat Spider Man, and then you were like, "Well, time to play Sekiro." <laughs> I beat Spider Man. It's like, oh, time to be depressed. <laughs> that gamer lag. But Spider Man. There's no reason why you can't go back and finish the like hundred plus hours of other shit to do. So <sighs> I know, and I can do like New Game Plus if I really wanted to on Spider Man. Yeah. I didn't even touch God of War this week. No. And I'm still trying to like beat that on New Game Plus. Mm. Wow. I don't know. A lot of good games. It is. I, it, I just feel like I'm I'm slowing down. Eh. I don't I don't like that. You have all the games. I ha you own yeah, them. Yeah, I need to every, wait for Days Gone to come out this month. Every game that is there, you have. You know. Yeah. So of course, there's like that feeling of like I don't know what to do now. I've collected them all. I've caught them all. I'm lost. <laughs> lost and i hate that in life you know what i i actually have um a game i don't know if you've ever heard of it mm -hmm. uh it's an indie title um sorry i forgot the name for a second uh elder scrolls 5 skyrim <laughs> i don't think i've heard of that one if you guys want to try it sometime it's it's okay you know i think i have the demo to that <laughs> on eight different consoles do you including um, a rock i was thinking to myself the other day i was like man I, was, I think I was talking to Nicole actually at work. We were talking about the Elder Scrolls series, and I was like, my favorite Elder Scrolls. We decided you can't really go backwards. If you start on Oblivion, you can't go back can't. to yeah, Morrowind. No, no, you can't. If you start on Skyrim, you can't really go back to Oblivion. No. Because, um, you know, Morrowind was free last week for a couple of days. For a yeah. day. Uh, so I picked up Morrowind. I haven't played it. 
just spoiler alert. I didn't play it. Yeah, I was like, you know what? My favorite Elder Scrolls game was that one where you started out as a prisoner on your way to exile and then found out you're actually the chosen one. Mm. All of them. What? (laughs) (laughs) Is that all of them? That's news to me. Actually, it's funny. Um, I knew about this because I, for a really long time, back when our friends died and I was like in a really weird space of depression that I didn't know how to deal with. I was very into speed runs. It was the only thing that made me feel better. And I watched a Morrowind speed run. So I'd already known about this, but me and I were just talking about it a few days ago. So it like made me remember in Morrowind and only Morrowind there's like certain skills that you can do where you can make yourself run real fast and also jump real high so you can pretty much just do that at the beginning of the game and make a flying leap across the entire map <laughs> real early in the game, <laughs> land at the boss's door and beat the final boss in like 10 minutes. That I doesn't that doesn't exist in any of the other Elder Scrolls games. I because love everything about it. Every game, they both broke more things, but fixed other things. So it's like, you can't do shit like that anymore. That's the only reason why I want to play Morrowind at all, because it's like, I, I want a broken game. It. One and a half gigabytes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, games were so small. I've started Morrowind probably five times, and I just can't. I can't do it. That was like when I installed Portal. I forgot how small Portal 1 and 2 are. <laughs> yeah. See, the difference. Portal being, 1 though, is that 2 gigs. Portal 2 is 7. I was like, Portal 1 and 2 still look really right. fucking good. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, they it's, went with a real simple aesthetic, and it is right nice. But, yet it looks so good. Valve has always been good about that, though. Like, even Left 4 Dead 1 still holds up graphically. Like uh, things, things look like things. Enough, yeah. Uh, I'd like to add in really quick. I don't know if you guys can pick it up on uh, listening to the podcast, but if you can hear Bosco whining in the background, he's uh, several rooms away <laughs> through a door. Um, if you would like to donate to the Feed Bosco to get him to shut up fund, you can go to patreon.com backslash yeah dude, and you can just you know leave a small monthly donation to yeah. help. Do us we feed do we have a fifteen dollars that- a month? God, I hope so. Make a hundred dollars a month, then we have we have a thirteen dollars and thirty seven cents a month. If you mm-hmm. want to be leet about it, honestly, I, I I should think we should be upfront and say that there's no amount of food that will satisfy that boy. There's not. He would honestly, <laughs> if he could, he would eat until he pops. Has he and ever been tested pri- for Cushing's he'd disease? Probably just keep eating. <laughs> Apparently, that's just a thing with dogs. Oh yeah, like they're- Lenore. I could put her whole bag of food in front of her, and she mm-hmm. would just like eat a few bites until she's full and stop. But Bosco will just gorge himself until he explodes. Yeah. And then try to eat more. Yeah. And I'm like, no. If you just gave him endless water, he would never stop drinking it. And then he would just pee all the time. He already pees all the time. I can't imagine how much worse it would be if he was like constantly overhydrated. His food dish to his face so that as he's jettisoning himself backwards, he can continue eating. Yeah. (laughs) Rocket pee. Uh, So that's him. Anyway, back on subject. So is there anything else that you've played this week that. Uh, worth noting that's it that's literally all i've played this week Oof. yeah i know and i'm about to take my uh my weekly podcast selfie oh, sure. um, so it. you can you can find it static <laughs> this <Yeah>. one's live <laughs> live and live from new york it's friday night yeah yeah it's friday night um live from just four hours oh from that's new a york. terrible angle no you're allowed to take ugly pictures of yourself but not me There you go. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> I'm, gonna, gonna I'm not even going to bother editing out the selfie silence. It's no. It's just going to be in there. I, I think it adds to um, it. It adds character. Yeah. You know. So, Sarah, what have you played this week? I have only played Fallout 4 uh, because I finally got mods to work. Because remember I said I had that weird issue where it was like, 
muds don't work and the internet kept telling me start restart your console restart the game and i was like i don't want to do that i just it yes. just they just randomly started working so i have you know a cheat holotape in my pit boy that gives me basically anything i want in any quantity i can turn on god mode i can change the weather i can change the time i can spawn in pcs i can teleport myself without fast traveling it's fucking insane i don't even know how to do that on pc without looking up a bunch of codes and typing them in yeah you gotta like fucking <laughs> tilde burst yeah and i know a lot of tilde them mer, tilde or there, some shit. there are some for oblivion that i still keep in my brain for some reason i can't get them out but uh it's great and so I just made myself an unstoppable killing machine with thousands and thousands of ammo for the guns. The final that, Pam. Yeah, basically. And um, I, it's funny because Al came over last night and he saw that I was playing Fallout. And he was like, which one is it? And I was like, four. And he's like, okay, I was hoping it wasn't three so I wouldn't be spoiled. And I was like, no, I'm not I'm probably not even going to play the main story. But because I'm unkillable, I'm just kind of like going on whatever path. Whatever war path you want to be yeah, on. Whatever I feel like doing. And it just happens to be the main story. And. I'm just laying waste and it feels so good because uh, like half the mods available for Xbox one aren't on PS4 because Sony is just such sticklers about it. So like the cheat holotape, I don't think exists on PS4 or it didn't when I was playing. Uh, so it's like, it's great that I can literally turn on God mode and I'm unstoppable now. I'm so looking forward to streaming slash playing slash shitting all over Fallout New Vegas. Mm hmm. I'm very excited for you to play three though eventually. Oh yeah, because just because I'm that's one of my favorite Al games. I'm done with three, and then yeah. I will play three. Because then it's it's a very like authentic experience for him. Or we just stream it at the same time and do that whole dual screening thing. <laughs> yeah. So people can watch the two of us do things together. But I want like, not together. I know that Fallout Four came out in literally 2015, so this is like probably old news to some people. But if anybody is out there still playing it, I forgot about this fun fact. If you kill a guy. And he drops his gun, like physically drops his gun. And you go to his body, you pick up, you know, his little stack of ammo, stim packs, whatever else he has, and you don't pick up his gun. You are potentially leaving behind a bunch of ammo that is in the gun. Like, if you, or if you find a gun on the ground, pick it up because it probably has ammo in it. As guns do. Right. But logically, that doesn't make sense for a video game. But in Fallout 4, it does. So like I, I, I like that. I was doing I was fighting against some institute guys who all use um laser weapons. So they drop Did fusion. You have to take the lasers out of them? Yes. But they drop fusion cells, ammo. And I happen to be using the laser rifle, which takes fusion cells. Yes, the laser rifle. And the laser rifle in Fallout 4, it has like as much ammo as you have for it. It just is. You don't have to reload it. It will just go forever until you run out. So it's like 999 on the top bar of like what is available to shoot and then whatever you pick up on the bottom level so i just went through one level one like section of the game just laying waste and collecting a bunch of fusion cells and picking up like guns and i ended up with a good maybe 500 fusion cells extra just from making sure that i picked up guns along the way because there was that much ammo in all the guns wow so just in case anybody doesn't know and you're still really into fallout 4 Fucking pick up guns and just throw them in the garbage or whatever. As soon as you pick it up, you have the ammo. Wow. Or sell yeah. them for caps. Yeah, whatever. But free free ammo. Almost said free gun, which, yeah, it is. <laughs> for, for, free gun. <laughs> free gun mo. Free gun mo. But that was it. I've been thinking about, like, on the on the topic slightly of, um, of free guns. 
I was thinking lately about like those type of people and I, the area of the country that we're in, I see a few of them here and there yeah. that are like gun rights activists. Now I'm not going to get political on it, but they're the types of people that'll like pull their gun out and put it on the table and be like, see, it doesn't kill anyone. Yeah. And there's a part of me that wonders if there's a legality there of like, if I were to just take it, pocket it and be like, this is mine now. Um, but when then when the police are like, "Why did you stole a firearm?" and be like, "No, he took it out and put it on the table." And I don't think someone that's willing to do that is responsible enough to handle firearms. That fair. Alternatively, <laughs> I felt threatened and I removed the threat and put it on my person so that it would not be a threat to me Fired anymore. Two warning shots into his head. <laughs> I love the cell block tango. I am musical trash. Don't yes, at me. We all are. Um, man, Fallout 4 Adventures. I still haven't played Fallout 4. It's so good. It's just such a good. Like, I think it's good. Oh, I plenty have bad, of people think it's good. I have bad opinions, but I think it's a good one. Even we if, agree on Fallout 3 in New Vegas, so I think yeah. it's probably safe to say. I A lot of people are like, well, there's, there's a whole, it locks you into the main story and it really makes it so important. Those yes, buttons, have, though. Have you played video games? There's a thing called a storyline. <laughs> it wants you to follow it real bad. <laughs> I don't like that video games don't adapt to every obscure decision I make. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's fairly open world to the point where you can just kind of go wherever you want and there's probably something to do. Yeah. <sighs> what did you play? Man, so the greatest game that I've streamed in a long time. Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods. It's so cute. It's, it's so good. so impactful in mm -hmm. ways I didn't think it would be. That I'm like, I'm thinking about this game well after we've stopped streaming for the night. Mm. I want to play it more on my own, but I can't because it only gives you one save file. Oh, no. So, you know what's funny about Night in the Woods? Because you've been streaming it. Did you buy it? No. Okay. No, I, I don't have money right now. <laughs> but, um... Jacksepticeye is at PAX East right now. Yes. And I saw on his Instagram this morning that he got all the characters from Night in the Woods as figures. It was just at really, at them. At PAX. It was really weird timing. Well, I guess but it was I'm really weird timing. Like, <laughs> holy shit. It was like, those are Night in the Woods characters. Wait yeah. a minute. That's May. Yep. Oh, my God. The characters are just so good. They're, they, and they're, the story and everything going on with them is so, if you haven't played it, Chances are, if you're listening to this, you're watching the stream too. But if you yeah. if you're not for some reason, either a check out the stream. I'm gonna be exporting them to YouTube, the Yeah Dude Gamers YouTube channel. Yeah, because I want to save these forever because they're so good. They're so good. It's it's so real. It's such a game that just mm -hmm. I'm. I very... feel like I relate to all of the characters in one way or another. What I was expecting based on the title was something along the lines of like a Little Red Riding Hood, where it's like you're gonna it's gonna be like kind of scary immediately one and done situation. I don't know why I thought that. So I'm very excited to find out where the title comes from because so far it's been a lot of setup, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Every moment of setup has been interesting it and important. Feels like the video game of, I want to say the video game equivalent of Seinfeld because it's like a story about nothing. Mm. It's just life existing. It just is. But there's also like this, I mean, like the first time we got back home and it's just like, oh, yeah, disembodied arm, poke it with a stick. And we're like, what? Yeah. So like, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know what the hell May did in the first place. I don't know what's yeah. going on with her and her backstory. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just have no idea. And like, Greg seems like he's kind of off the handle manic. <laughs> he's kind of um, like in the midst of he's about to have a mental breakdown. Angus is amazing. Yeah. Just in general. He's just so chill and uh, 
I feel like he probably has a hard time relaying and conveying his emotions, which is probably why Greg feels like he's not sure where he stands with him. Yeah. And then I keep wanting to call her Susie B, who's just like angsty goth, but also lawful good somehow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Either way, like some every character has such a personality and that which is so hard to do. I think for a lot of people, it, it's hard to write characters that actually have like their own characteristics and personality and whatnot. And it's just, and the fact that like last week we talked about how I played Nair Automata for a little while. Yeah. And it, it shifted genres every like couple minutes. I, and night in the woods <laughs> has oh God, at least like three or four different genres going on there. Yeah, because there's like it, the mini games where you play bass that it's a guitar hero rhythm game. Yeah. Then there's the platform or like the isometric top down game that you can play on your computer. And then there's like the little grabby games where you got to do stuff and move yeah. things and puzzles. and. But it also hasn't to, like to the watcher. It hasn't really felt like I don't want to rag on Nier Automata because we were, when we were watching, watching Nye play last weekend, feel it. that was crazy. And I was like, there's so much happening. And it was very smooth in, in Nier. So it's like, that's fine. But it also doesn't feel like Night in the Woods is trying to be so many things. It's like... It's just the mechanic that happens yeah. to work for the part of the story they're trying to tell. Yeah. It just feels good to watch. And I dig it. I like the amount of effort that has gone into the music for this game. Yeah. Between like the, the songs that you guys play as a band. I had the one... The first song that you play, I had that stuck in my head randomly. Space and I was Dragon? Like, no. Um, the one that we actually have lyrics for? Die Anywhere Else? Yeah, that one. I had the tune stuck in my head all day at work the other day, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> What's I've in my head? Like, I'll be sitting at work, and all of a sudden I'm like, I just want to die anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. It's so catchy. It's, yeah. <sighs> it's kind of amazing. Uh, outside of that, geez, I uninstalled and then reinstalled Bloodborne. Reason being, I have it for PlayStation Plus, and I'm sick and tired of having to put the disc in. Yeah. Plus, I wanted to lend the disc to my coworker so that she could actually experience the Lovecraftian, amazing, Soulsian game that yeah. is Bloodborne. Aesthetically, it's a very pretty game. It's so good. So uh, I just, if nothing else. I just installed it through PlayStation Plus so that I didn't have to worry about how long she's going to borrow the disc for. Right. So I was like, play this, get it back to me when you can, but no rush because I can still play it. Yeah. Because it always happens. You lend out a game and you're like, I want to play this <laughs> Fuck, game. I want to play this. Yeah. yeah. So me when I gave you uh, Devil May Cry. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. I want to play this all over again. Oh, boy. I mean, if you want to come back and come down and steal it back, feel no, free. No, Um, So I still haven't played that. But so I didn't play any Bloodborne, but I did install it. Um, I loaded it up just to make sure I still had all my saves and everything. Yeah. Not that it would have, like, devastated me if I didn't. Yeah. But, uh, and then installed Morrowind. And I uninstalled, reinstalled, and then proceeded to play Magic the Gathering Arena. Oh. Yeah, you've been bugging about, about that all week. <laughs> I have, because I started, my journey has been a strange one. So, I like card games. Yeah. Who doesn't? You do? Yeah, weird, I know. I'm a <laughs> nerd. But I'm trying to find a good one. Right. And initially when we were playing ESO, I was like, I'll get into Elder Scrolls Legends because it's a card game, very much like Magic, kind of similar to Hearthstone. It's relevant to what you were playing. But it's relevant to what we're playing. And I like the way that it's set up with the multi-lanes. So I played that for a while. I Just this past weekend, I beat the main campaign that you get for free with Elder Scrolls Legends. Yep. 
And now I'm at a point where I can do I was doing like solo arenas where yeah. you build a deck on the fly out of cards they give you to select from. And then you go up against eight uh, AI characters, beat all of them. You get a whole bunch of cool shit or, you know, you lose three times and you're out mm-hmm. and then you have to pay gold to get back in. Yeah. Or have a ticket or something. But that's spending real money or Ew. playing other games. So it's either that or play against other players. So I'm like, I'm a little sad because the storyline was pretty good for that game, despite it just being a card game. And now it's like, I was like, okay, well, how much for the next? Because there's three other stories that I can get for it. Yeah. And they're each 20 bucks. Fuck that. I was like, for a mobile game? Fuck you. Yeah. No. If this was on PC and you I mean, they have it on PC, but I'm not going to play it enough to, I'm not going to sink 20 hours per expansion. Right, exactly. Yeah. I can't justify it. Nope. So I, I installed Hearthstone because I already have a shit ton of stuff in Hearthstone anyway. And all I do is play other players or yeah. like run dungeons or whatever. Yeah. So, so I install Hearthstone and I open it back up and it was like, you have unopened packs. I was like, Ooh, how many? 19. Oh my God. Like, oh, so many cards. And I love the little animation with the card packs. Like you drag them out and they look like little books and they just explode. Yeah. There's cards. Aww. And I'm like, that, oh, that's how they so get you. Good. Yeah. I haven't spent a single dollar on Hearthstone. So I like I open them all up. I'm going through my cards. I played a little bit and then I can't play against Nikki because she's spent real people money on that game, probably more than she's willing to admit. And (laughs) I can't afford to beat her. That's fair. So that's my life in Hearthstone. Shame. I dig Hearthstone. I like games that play like that. So, of course, boss man Kev is like, yo, you play Magic the Gathering Arena. And I was like, I downloaded the beta, dude. But like, I haven't really launched it yet. Is it free to play? It's free to play. So I was like, look, I play a lot of card games on my phone. I like being able to travel around with them. And like, don't get me wrong. I love magic. That's like the card game that started this all. But I don't know if I can really get into it. It's been I've been out of the game for a long time. And (laughs) like a boxer who's been shunned by his old boxing ring. The last time I was actively playing magic was before they introduced Planeswalkers. Yeah, it's probably as gibberish to you, but everyone out there who knows that knows how long it's A long, it's long been. time ago. <laughs> that was like, like eight 2012. Years ago. Oh, geez. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe 2010. So literally, literally before I even started learning about magic at all. Yes. <laughs> all my decks are made up of old cards that can't stand at all against newer cards. Mm-hmm. And I told Kevin, I'm like, I would love to get back into magic, but I can't afford the hobby anymore. Right. I was like, so sell me on it. Like, what is, what is MTG Arena? And how does it function? It's basically playing magic. It's oh. a card game. It functions like Hearthstone or um, Elder Scrolls Arena uh, Legends, except you do have land cards. You have to play the lands and you tap them. Uh, so it's so not it's like an automatic playing magic system. on your computer. Yes. So do the you- thing that I liked about it, because I was like, Kev, look, I know how these games work. I'm going to get a deck to start out. I'm going to have to spend real money on fucking booster packs in order to be able to play against anyone else. So... He was because he was explaining the card system to me a little bit based on how it functions. He says you beat like your first intro to the game bit, which they just patched. So it's more fun for new players now. Yeah. He's like, you get through the intro bit. They give you five free decks. Oh, shit. And I'm like, excuse me. Of 60 cards each. Yeah. Holy shit. Five free decks. And then on top of that, he's like, every time you play a match against another player, I think it's like you play and you win. You get 500 gold play and lose you get two 250 and then there's dailies and shit he's yeah. like it only costs a thousand gold for a pack that's not bad so and like pack honestly we could go back and forth with each other right and just bank it and just farm and just keep 
buying well, he's, decks. He's been playing against other people. He's like, I've been destroying people, and I've got about 14,000 gold right now. Jesus. Holy shit. He's like, I'm saving up. I want to hit 40,000 so that when they release the new series, I can just dump and get 40 packs. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, I have so many cards, and I haven't spent a dime on this game yet. That's crazy. Hmm. I was like, that's good. Would he said you... the other interesting thing is that you get, they're kind of like wild cards from the sounds of it. I haven't got one yet, so I can't explain fully. But it sounds like you get this card, and it's like, this is a rare but it doesn't tell you what card it is. Right. You know, like, what the fuck? Those are basically, you can use them as a redemption token for any rare card in existence that oh, you want. That's huh. cool. So if there's a rare that you're looking for for your deck and you get one of these tokens and you're like, oh, cool, I want that. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Damn it. Now I'm going to have to what, check this out. Yeah. It, would honestly, you, it plays really good. Would you say, you know that I know nothing about magic. I've, right. I've had a, an actual person sit me down and go... We're going to spend three hours and you're going to know this by the end. And I unfortunately, no matter how much hard, how hard he tried, I don't. I never learned. Would you say that it would be good to help somebody learn how to play real magic? Yes. Like I could, you know me, I'm with, dumb. So like with, I could use this and be like, oh, now I get it without the pressure of somebody having to teach me. Yes. Now I can take this into the real world. With all the mobile versions and PC versions of all these different card games coming out. It tends to be. They are the best things to learn. Right. If you can't, if you can't comprehend because someone's talking to you mm. how to how to do it and you comprehend better at reading exactly how to do, these games are Fucking top notch. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that much. The only card game I have not been able to learn via console, PC, or whatever is fucking Gwent. Yeah. From The Witcher. <laughs> but that's because they made it goddamn impossible. It's to learn, so hard. Learn nobody, it knows, all. nobody knows how to play Gwent. So this, it'll walk you step by step through things. And what I like about these card games, like the thing that was daunting for a lot of new players with Magic and even for players like trying to get back into it who haven't played mm -hmm. in a decade. Me. Is there's all these different abilities and keywords that you don't understand and it's like oh my yeah. guy has has uh trample and first touch and like all this and other crazy and, shit yeah and you're like i don't know what any of that means yeah and then they try to explain it and you get this like paragraph per and you're like i yeah. can't i'm not I doing keep, calculus i want to play cards <laughs> i keep other shit in my brain yeah like console codes for bethesda games i can't yeah. there's no space in there for magic cards like, so like this is like if your opponent has a card and you're like i forget what that ability does you can hover over it and like most other card games it'll show you the, oh, what shit. they are and it gives you like a one sentence explanation mm -hmm. that's it's all like i need trample this card can attack over other creatures that's all I need to know. That's I don't, pretty much it. It's like when you go to a recipe blog right. and you're looking for a, a really good like garlic mashed potatoes and they start talking about their childhoods in Montana oh and God. how it was their grandfather's favorite recipe and it's before like, he no, went off I to need war. Like three cups of sugar, two cups of flour, three raw eggs. Like just give me the ingredients yeah. and how to put them together. Of these horrible raw egg mashed potatoes. <laughs> and, uh, and chocolate chips. Yeah. For mashed potatoes. Yeah, for mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's the best mashed potato mm -hmm. recipe. Potater. I mean, you were making a cookie. Taters. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> personally, I really like it. I would try I haven't that. gotten through the first part yet, but I know I got um, my cousin into it. And he's like, yeah, I've been playing a little bit. I'm level nine now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, boy. So the whole thing, though, there's not really, like, a story you go through. You just play up, match up against other yeah, players and play. Yeah, it's just an arena. But, I mean, there's not, like, it's still in beta. Yeah. There's no friend system yet. You don't like have a roster of your friends, but you have like a summoner code kind of deal. Oh. So like we could match up and play each other if you know my name. Right. Sick. So we can, as far as I know, like actually just do each would other. Actually be pretty sick because then somebody who knows a lot about magic could literally like be fighting me 
And if I needed help, like, real time, be like, okay, I'm right here. I'm dumb. You need to show me how to do this. Yeah. Because <laughs> The I'm way dumb. that the intro missions understand. work, they really work you, like, step by step into yeah. it, explaining everything for someone who doesn't know. Like, but as someone who knows the basics of magic, it also wasn't, like, so beating me over the head with yeah. shit I already knew. That's good. I, See, that's long... part of the reason why I didn't want to, like, download it initially. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sick of getting the... The I'm same your origin story. Friggin' tutorials with every game. Yes, I know X is to jump. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, a long time ago, we were at the store and we were watching Dave and Andrew play Magic for, like, an hour or so. And just, they were so easy about it. And it was just like, I do this, you do that, this happens, that happens, and you know that that happens. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the actual fuck? How do you remember any of this? How do you keep this in your brain? It's gibberish to me. Yeah. So, like, that's something, and I'm assuming that the system specs for it are not very, oh, they've got to be not, low. like, way up there. Yeah. Currently. It's the kind of game that I'm assuming, like, the way that it looks, the way that it plays, the way that it feels, says to me that somewhere down the line, probably a year out, they'll look to move it to mobile. I was just going to ask you that. I was just going to be like, so, playing it now, do you think they'll make a mobile version? I definitely hope they do. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if they keep the kind of mechanics they have in there and they keep their ability to like, you can buy booster packs if you're that type of person. But you don't have to. But you don't have to. And it's not like when we were playing um, Quake Champions for a while and it's like, you can buy champions or you can earn them with in-game currency. And it's like, you need 15,000 currency to unlock a character. And you win a battle and it's like, here's 20. Yeah. And you're like, what? This is like, you need a thousand to buy a pack. You played a game. Here's 500. Yeah. You lost. Here's 250. Right. So it's like, they give you a good chunk to yeah. get you playing and getting packs and whatnot. They, so it's that it's not going to be a it's buy the, to. It's the correct system of, I want to call it boxes. The, I want to call it the Panera system. Relying on the people who can make the purchases to cover for the rest of us who can't. You know, yeah, because for a while there was one Panera in I think Boston or New York that had to pay what you can and people who could afford it would pay more so that like people who couldn't afford it would come in and be like, I'm I I need a sandwich, please, for free because I'm homeless. And at the end of the day, they did the math and they were pretty much breaking even. Yeah. With like what things cost versus what they. Now, the other thing that I like um, that the MTG Wizards crew has been putting around from my understanding is that there's a series of cards physical cards that will be coming out in the future Mm -hmm. that you can buy a deck and it will come with a code to unlock that deck in the game oh that's awesome so now you've got like the amiibo or um (laughs) skylanders feature where you're like i can buy this physical thing to play against my real world friends right but i also unlock them in the game yeah so i don't feel like i have to buy the same thing twice right if I, if I buy a deck and I really like half the cards in it, I'll have them in the game to help build another deck. I mean, now I'm hopeful, but I mean, looking at you, Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Pretty much. You have pressure. <laughs> it's funny because I had magic cards for almost a decade until we all like pitched in, banded together to give them to Seth when his got stolen. So it's like, even when I had them, I never touched them. I was like, yeah, I have two decks. I don't know what they are. There's <laughs> a dragon in one of them. I didn't build either of them. But and from the sounds of it, like deck building in this is so smooth. Good. Because I was like, Kevin, how is the deck building? Because I used to love that with Pokemon, with Yu-Gi-Oh, with any card game I've played, really. It's like you sit down and you basically play like land solitaire. Mm-hmm. And you're just like sorting by colors, by like a cost to summon, by mm-hmm. attack strength. And you get everything all sorted out. And you're like, all right, what's going in my deck? And then you build something and put it together. And you're like, I'm fucking amped to use this. And he's like, no, the way that they sort it out 
He's like, you can sort and be like, I want a green one cost a summon that has a three, three attack power and is an elf. And it'll just be like, here's a page of all the things that fit this description. And I'm like, fuck, that's awesome. That is really cool. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. I'm very excited. Now I'm going to have really to actually cool. check it out. Yeah. Absolutely recommend it. I had an issue with mine. I booted it. I downloaded it back when they first advertised the beta. Yeah. When I was playing Elder Scrolls Legends and... I installed it. I never touched it. I loaded it up recently. So months after having it installed and not using it and loaded fine, updated. I added the shortcut to my start bar and or my start menu. Yeah. And then I closed out of it. I wanted to go back and play it later. Couldn't find the shortcut in the start menu. I was like, that's fine. I can just go into the folder. Folder doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, no. That's weird. Redownload the installer and go to reinstall. It just launches the game. What the fuck? <laughs> I want a control panel. It's still installed. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> Where are you? Uninstalled it with the control panel, then reinstalled it, re-logged into my account. Now everything's kosher. That's super but, weird. So if that issue happens to you, just uninstall it, reinstall it. Yeah. That fine. also could just be Windows turning your programs into ghosts. That happens sometimes. Ghost of the machine. I have one thing to say before we move on. Yeah. If you were finished. That, that's pretty much all okay. I played this week. I've been very excited to talk about magic. So Elder Scrolls Blades um, is in early access right now, <laughs> at least on... Have you tried it? At least on Google Play. I don't know if it's on Android, uh, on iOS, because I forgot. I installed it. Same. I opened it. Yep. I don't remember my Bethesda.net email or password. Oh, no. I don't remember what they are, and uh, when I said, here's my username, send me the email, I checked all my emails and nothing ever came, so I don't remember what email it is Uh-oh. tied to, so I can't play. You're back on that Bethesda Rage train. <laughs> I meant to say, back on the struggle bus. Constant problems. And uh, what what led me to go, oh shit, that's out, is somebody in one of the groups I'm in on Facebook posted a screenshot of theirs, and they had downloaded and, and installed the game. They clicked play. They signed in just fine. And it said, while we're in early access, we are limiting the amount of people that are going to be able to play at once just to make sure that everything runs smoothly for everybody. Thank you for your patience. Come back later. Yep. (laughs) So they were allowed to install the game and And open it, it. but they were not allowed to play it. And I went, I have to see if this is going to be my experience. And mine was actually so much worse. Uh, I can guarantee you that will be your experience. Oh, I came into yeah. work and I went uh, and Kevin goes, did you try with blades yet? And I was like, I have not. What's the word? And he was like, oh, you just can't do anything. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same for me because you're on iPhone. Mm-hmm. Maybe you were just able to install it and not do anything. So you load it up. And if you can get in, this guy comes out of the shadow. They have this like whole story yeah, thing that I've goes seen, on. The guy I've comes out of the shadows scene. and he's like, says some stuff that I didn't pay attention to. Cause I just wanted to get to the gameplay. Yeah. And it's basically like, it's almost like fighting mixed with Pokemon go. Mm-hmm. So they've got this like, or circle that like shrinks around the character and mm-hmm. you have to like tap it and hold it and let it go. And then you'll slap him in the face and you poke this guy to death. And once you've poked him to death, you get to this screen and that's all you're ever going to see until the game finally releases. Oh my God. Which just says, thank you for downloading blades to ensure a smooth experience for everyone. We're limiting the access during the launch period. Make sure notifications are turned on so we can let you know when you can play blades. Yep. First of all, absolutely not. The only things that get my notifications are my messaging apps. Second off, thank you very much for letting me get this far before letting me know that I can't play the game. Third of all, I've seen screenshots from somebody who actually was able to play on Tumblr and they tried to name their character Todd Howard and it wouldn't let them because it said it was a curse word. (laughs) Perfect. So I don't know what that's about. (laughs) 
But yep. as soon as I can get in there, I'm naming mine Todd Bow or Bod Towered. Bod Towered. Hod Towered. Yum. Here to save the day. <laughs> all right. Oh boy. So now that we've had a very long-winded me touting Magic the Gathering all over the place, it's let's fine. give you the games that are coming at you next week. Yeah. Um, should I say game? <laughs> well, there's the PS week? Plus and Gold there as are. well. Yeah. Uh, so Tuesday, April 2nd, Power Rangers, Battle for the Grid. Hell yeah. It's basically Tron, but with the Power Rangers characters. Uh, it's not, but that's for PS4. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for April have Conan Exiles and The Surge. And then these games will become available Tuesday, April 2nd. I'm so excited to make a character who is really ugly and just has a big old dong. That's, a, that's the Conan one. amped for it. Uh, I did that in Emerus for free. I mean, you'll be able to do it for free now. because I mean, lost, I'm going to do it in Conan for free. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no way I was going to ever pay for Conan Exile. Um, Xbox Games with Gold for April for the 360 Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original. Hell not yeah. The, not the garbage remake. Hell yeah. Uh, and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. More uh, Tom, Cl- Tom Clancy's Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. The best. Uh, Battlefront... One, the original, is still the best one. I-M-O, but I will take Battlefront 2, the original. I Fair. will accept it. I haven't played it, so. It's so fucking um, good. And then you've got, for the Xbox One, the Technomancer and Outcast Second Contact. So that all sounds pretty good. Do we have any idea on the Twitch Prime games? Oh, I, you, you I, didn't, I didn't see the Prime games yet. You know I always forget. I mean, I half the time forget because I end up having to look it up because they've been not great lately about it's, actually telling me what is coming up. Yeah, it's always at random times of the month, which I think is why I always forget. Yeah, no, forget. I've already... Uh, like, I can count on Xbox and PS and PlayStation giving me giving it to me the Wednesday before the new month. I can always count on that. But Twitch is like, eh, whenever we feel like it, I guess. I don't know why that was their accent. Uh, whatever we want to do. Get the fuck out of yourself, huh? <laughs> oh, you think of coming on in there looking for your games? You, you, you get enough free shit. Get out of here. <laughs> Motherfucking cats. Motherfucking cats for call, free this month. Fuck all the cops. My, the games with gold looks like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus I quit. Christ. I quit. Oh. oh. While we're trying to convince Morgan not to leave, uh, we're going to take a brief break and we'll come back at you in a minute with some gaming news. Yeah. Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. 
If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm going to shove gently on over to Morgan for posterior oh. and news. Sick. Send news. <laughs> Give me the nudes. Send I the mean news. news. All right. Um, I'll just take that from however you're throwing that. I don't know. It's a gentle shove. Uh, <laughs> like when you're passing a, wa- a volleyball across the pool, but it's just kind of floating along across the top of the water because oh, you don't sure. want to splash because grandma's going to yell. Oh, that's fair. So like you've heard in either our intro or sometime during this podcast, this is This Week in Gaming. And for posterity, it is episode number 103. <gasps> We're so old! <laughs> Relatable. Uh, We are recording this on Friday, March 29th. And when this hits your earballs, it will be Saturday, March 30th. Yeah. It's really weird that March is already almost over. I know. Where the hell are we? That Monday is going to be April Fool's Day. Yeah. And your sister's birthday. Yeah. Weird. Uh, To start off our week, going to talk a little bit about Apple. You know, Apple computers, Macintoshes, not, not like Golden Delicious, but like Steve Jobs era. I could go for a good like... What are those little ones that I like? I think it might be Macintosh that I like. Crab apples? It's no, it's like they're the little ones that <laughs> are round that are not with crab the stem apples. And a pit. Yes. Cherries? Yes. <laughs> actually, yes. <laughs> Mangoes? Cherries are pretty fucking good though. No um, but no, we're gonna actually talk about Apple because Apple made an announcement uh, as of this past Monday. Uh, of course they fucking did, because yeah. so did Google. Yeah, and Google made the announcement of anything. St- Stadia, Stadia, whatever the fuck it is. And so Apple had to follow suit and they announced Apple Arcade. Uh, This week, Apple announced Apple Arcade, the quote unquote Netflix for games system that has been hinted at a few times in recent weeks. I, you know, I've never heard of this like system where you pay money and you're able to stream a game an unlimited number of times on your own home home consoles. I've never heard of this before. You mean PlayStation Now? It's literally not like Gamefly. They should call it Game Pass. PS Now. Game Pass. Nintendo Online. There are PC versions. It's not like this has never happened before. So uh, players will pay monthly to play as many games as they want on any of their platforms, iPhone, iPad, Mac, and Apple TV. Um, There will also be family sharing cross devices under one account, as well as parental controls and screen time controls, as all these things are coming out with right now. Yeah. Um, to start the service, more than a hundred new and exclusive games will be included in Apple Arcade. We don't have a list yet, but, um, once there is, I'll make sure it's there. Sarah will make sure it's there. Someone will. Uh, it will be out sometime this fall and there currently are no pricing points yet. Imagine people are already mad at how many exclusives the Epic Game Store is going to have for PC. Imagine how many people are going to be so mad that Apple has exclusives when bigger games come out only for Apple. Right. People are going to be pissed. Ain't going to happen. Not going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. It's... No, because Google owns the world and they probably own part of Apple. 
my God, my brain just broke trying to comprehend that, but you might be right. Kind of like how PUBG and Fortnite are owned by the same company. Yeah. And yet they're at war with each other. What I think is really funny is you know when companies are at war with each other because of the way that they name the new company. Yeah. Uh, great example of this, a bunch of Atari employees left Atari because they didn't like the way they were being treated at Atari mm-hmm. and they started Activision. They could have named it anything else. They named it Activision because alphabetically listed, <gasps> Activision comes before Atari. Oh my God, that's how Activision started? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And now look at what Activision has now done to look the world. Where they are. <laughs> um, and then I was like wondering why in the hell Google decided to change their parent company name from Google to Alphabet. Alphabet comes alphabetically before Apple. Before a lot of things. Yep. That's crazy. It's so fucking petty. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> Big business. I think Capitalism. that's actually why when they made the merger um, and like, was it Activision and Blizzard that consumed Vivendi basically yeah. and were like, fuck you, we're our own thing. Yeah. That's why they called it Activision Blizzard, because it Blizzard comes Activision. first. Yeah. So there's a lot of like alphabetical games going on in the Pe- world of uh, people who work companies. in PR and marketing. Like, these are the people who like got their doctorates in fucking marketing because they're the people who are like, no, they got their doctorates in selling their soul to the devil. I, I can predict this is go- not going to work or whatever. It's crazy. That dream job is the only reason we're not rolling in money right now. Cause we're a why we start with why fuck we need a rebrand. Oh <gasps> uh, okay. yeah, dude. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh uh, yeah, dude. Actually, that would be problematic because if you look up just yeah, dude, on a lot of different platforms like um, Podbean, I think, and maybe some others where there's podcasts and videos, there is a group of people who branded themselves as uh, like U-H-H, uh, yeah, dude, but it's three separate words. So like that would be problematic because it sounds too similar to them, but they also haven't done anything in like five years. Yep. I wish I could go back in time and be like, yeah, dude is a great name. But start with A. But. <laughs> a. Yeah, dude. Yes. That's the one. We're just going to have fucking the fonts. A. We yes. all do like to snap a lot. Snapple. Snapple facts coming at you. Speaking of Snapple facts, what's going on with Apple facts? That's, that, it. that's it. Oh, that's that, it. That, that was, was it. it. I want you to talk about our next subject. Yeah. <gasps> I'm so excited. Because if there's a game franchise that has never once disappointed me, it's heckin' Borderlands. Yeah. From the first time I ever put, picked up the first Borderlands and I put it in my PlayStation and it was so happy to be in there. And uh, as soon as fucking Ain't No Rest for the Wicked kicked in, I was like, this game is tits. So, and from there, it only got better. Borderlands 2 was easily leagues ahead of borderlands one which thankfully almost, almost like, never happens with sequels no the only okay i can't say i haven't ever been disappointed with borderlands because there was the pre-sequel mm. i don't count that but outside of that i've never been disappointed with a borderlands title and now we've got news for borderlands 3 uh developer gearbox announced borderlands 3 at pax east on thursday uh we'll have a link to the trailer in the description if for some reason you are not in our Discord server and or haven't seen it yet. It's beautiful. It looks pretty much like yeah. their other games. The graphically it's a little it's, bit they're updated. not pushing the boundaries graphically. It's no. still cell shaded. It's still Yeah. And I appreciate that. It <laughs> I I don't think either I think you are also at work, but I don't think either of you caught 
the live stream that they did at PAX. No. Um, I watched a little bit of it because I my friend Amy was at PAX yesterday and she went to the Borderlands 3. She actually got in? Panel, yeah. Because they were they, lining up at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, shit. I don't know how they got in. Um, but she sent me a picture. Everybody got those helmet things. Yeah. So she got in somehow. She said it, it was amazing to be there. But the first 45 minutes of it was a magic trick. I didn't have audio, so I couldn't hear it. But it was like a card trick that this guy was doing with like two fans on stage. And I was like watching this and I was like, I'm losing the will to live. <laughs> just get on with it, man. I I, I just I'm here for like a literal reason. I'm not here for hype. I'm here because this is my job. <laughs> I need the Oof. news so I can report the news. Wait, this just in. Todd Howard is at PAX today. Bitch. Why? Because uh, there's a, a live Q&A about Fallout 76. Because uh, Bethesda has a fan event. Uh, yes, you in the back. Uh, Mr. Howard, why does it suck? Oh, no. <laughs> you know what's really funny is like, I love Todd Howard with all my heart. I should message my friend who is going to all the whole weekend and be like, if you see Todd Howard, oh, please was, get a picture. This was last night. Oh, it was Thursday night. Oh yeah, I have that somewhere in here that they yeah. had a Thursday and then they had a Friday, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, but, but they have a Thursday uh, and a Saturday. Bod Toward was there. Bod Toward, yeah. It's just some other guy named Todd Howard that they found to go yeah. in his place. Yeah, because that's just something they would do. But anyway, so the trailer looks so good, and as soon as uh, it pops up and it's like explore the worlds. And I was like, whoa, plurals? We're using plural nouns? <laughs> you caught that too, good. Yeah. Well, apparently that was the thing. The end of Borderlands 1, they're like, there's all sorts of vaults out there. Go find them. And like, they showed different areas of different worlds you can go to. Like planets worlds? Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, whoa, this looks so good though. And I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm so ready for it. And when they were like, one billion guns. Guns with legs. We, we got, got you. you. I uh, thought that was great. It's their funny. humor is still there, which I think is incredibly I, important now that Valve isn't making games. For probably 10 years, everybody in my life has been very into Borderlands and has like started it at one and finished it through. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I've watched that game so many times. But if you were like, what's that one's name? I don't fucking know, man. See what you would probably so I think dig? I think we, we need to just like have a day where we binge it. So that I can understand, because I'm not going to play it. I know That's that fine. much. See, part of the joy of playing two is having played at least a little bit of one and knowing the first four main characters, because yeah. they're secondary characters in two. Yeah. And you care about them a little bit because you were part of this character, these characters storyline in the first one. Like right. a saxophone solo. Yeah. And <laughs> ha jokes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Good old sax solo. Um, I'm just so excited, but I'm, I'm really hoping for another like equivalent to tiny Tina's assault on dragon's keep because that was D and D in borderlands setting. Oh, where tiny Tina was running a D and D game with her friends that you were playing as. So to be on topic, talking about magic, the gathering and talking about borderlands, they're releasing a card game. Oh yeah. Borderlands borderlands or tiny Tina's. That's why the whole card game magic card thing. bullshit. I don't remember the name of it, but fuck i thought i had enough card games yep. i just passed up buying another furry trash card game on kickstarter because why wouldn't i spend more money that i really shouldn't spend on things i really don't need for furry trash things it's for the meme you do it for the meme 
<laughs> I'll show you some of the choice memes I made today later. Oh, God. But uh, did you that's say my the... life now, by the way. I make memes. memes. Yeah. I'm did, in the memes market. Did you say the part where... Um, you oh, go... yeah. You can go to Borderlands.com on April 3rd, which is this coming Wednesday. For new information. Yeah. Which hopefully will be an uh, actual release date and a Today. little bit more into what the story is going to yeah. pertain. Even if it shows like who, if we're getting any new characters. Uh, we definitely had updated characters. Like Maya. She's the beefy one, right? Yeah. I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the DLC characters they added with too. I ended up playing Gage the Mechromancer. Yeah. She's so in there. Good. Because she has the one mechanical arm and a robot boy that will attack things for her. And she has entire chunks of skill trees that are just My Little Pony references. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. So good. So I'm very much looking forward to yeah. Borderlands 3. And, I mean, since there's going to be news on Wednesday, we'll definitely have news about it next week as well. So Yeah. Hell, yes. I'm waiting for people to start complaining that it's a battle royale. Because, you know, the trailer dropped and they're like, worlds. And the, I'm waiting for all the people to start complaining. It's basically just destiny, but shell shaded. Billions of guns. Billions of guns. Yeah, it's a battle royale. No. Just like I... Fallout 76. Just like Doom. Just like Animal Crossing. It's a fucking battle royale. Just like Solitaire. Yeah. Just like Tetris. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, oh shit. yeah, it is now. Anyway, so moving on from there. Yeah. Uh, moving on from Borderlands 3. Um. We didn't have much. It was just based off of what we saw in the trailer. Um, some PS5 news, actually. Ish, kind of me. PS5? So Sony recently filed for a new patent. According to the patent, Sony is trying to develop a way for digital gifting and digital trade-ins to become possible, which would be great. Yes. Because I have a lot of games, and I would like to, A, either gift them to people yeah. Or just fucking trade them in because I played them once and was like, this That's game sucks. That's the only way you're going to see the digital market really compete with the physical market is oh, because yeah. I love having the ability, if I want to lend a game to a friend, if I want to, I don't play this game anymore, you would probably really enjoy it. Right. Let me give it to you. Or oh, wait, I can't. It's digital. You're extremely broke and you need that $6 from GameStop. <laughs> For your drugs. So you bring in your PS3 yeah. and a car, like five, 15 360s that are covered in God knows what film. Cockroaches. So then I have to put fucking gloves on and spray that shit down and vacuum it out and blow it off what? before I can even hook it up and hope to God the pins weren't bent to use to like fucking cut your coke on your mirror. I don't know what you do with that shit. Yeah. So anyway, just because a patent was <laughs> is filed doesn't mean anything is guaranteed to happen. But the fact that Sony is looking into digital gifting and digital trade-ins is very promising yeah. for the future of Sony, whether it be a new feature on PlayStation 4 or if it's just going to be a full network feature, or if it's for the PS5. Yeah. We don't know. I think if this could be really good. I think Sony starting this is going to make everybody else be like, okay, they filed a patent, so we can't. But how do we get around that while still investigating the idea? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, only time will tell. Um, hopefully we'll get some more news this year about PS5, or it could possibly release this year. We don't fucking know. I don't think so. I don't think so either, but it's always a high possibility with Sony. They're they're known to just drop stuff. 
Uh, moving on from one Sony news to another Sony news. Uh, Sony State of Play, also yeah. known as a uh, Sony <laughs> Nintendo Direct. Sony Nintendo Direct. Everybody's calling it that. It's so funny. So the first ever State of Play, uh, Sony's version of a Nintendo Direct, was about 20 minutes long and announced a handful of games and updates. Uh, there's going to be a new Iron Man VR game. Uh, there were new trailers for Days Gone and Mortal Kombat 11. Crash Team Racing, Nitro Fueled, new trailer, and the release date of June 21st this year. Hell yeah. Uh, Ready Set Heroes was announced to be released later this year. Concrete Genie announcement trailer releasing fall of 2019. And then No Man's Sky VR mode was announced. Yeah. Also. I don't, we don't have VR. I'd like to one day. I'd like to have the HTC one day. But I think that's really cool because I think that. If I don't get car sick or like motion sick from it, I think that I would enjoy No Man's Sky in VR a little bit more than I do normally. Yeah. Also, just after a new game theory about Five Nights at Freddy's came yeah. out, like what, three days later? Um, Al and I watched it uh, on Sunday. Friday or Sunday. Did you watch Sunday. like Matt Pat's game theory where he's in like FNAF pajamas yeah. and he's just pissed off at it the was, world? It was that one. It was the day it released. Whichever day it was that that released. It was Sunday. Literally the next day at the state of play, they announced Five Nights at Freddy's VR Help Wanted. Yep, which is exactly what Matt Pat thought it was going to yep. be. It's um, going to be releasing this spring to PSVR, Steam, Oculus, and the HTC Vive. I can't wait yep. to watch Markiplier cry a lot. God, I am so excited. He's been so busy trying to learn how to like ribbon dance, pole dance, and yeah. all that other shit. Yeah. I mean, you gotta stay Jack. healthy. I haven't been watching his videos lately because it's like, he's doing a lot of like lifestyle stuff, and that's all fine and well. He needed a change. I'm here Let's for I'm here for the screams. And yeah. in order to get those, I'm just going to watch the FNAF videos over again. I don't know. The, the watching him try and... Um, what do they call that? Like the two ribbons hanging, ribbon dancing? Yeah. Kind of deal. Watching him try and do that is funny as fuck. <laughs> I remember the one he did years ago where he was trying to learn how to pole, pole dance, dance with the yep. Game Grumps before I ever watched yep. Game Grumps. And I was like, these dudes are weird. They're so funny. <laughs> um, It's funny because we watched the game theory about the FNAF. And Matt Pat said, we think it's going to be VR. We think it's going to be announced soon. We think it's going to be called Help Wanted. We think it's going to be... Uh, a mishmash of all the best moments from every single game that's been released, but in VR and kind of from a different angle. What he was suspecting was that you're going to play as a technician who has to um, fix the animatronics and then they're going to jump scare you. And based on the trailer, based on everything that like Scott's website, the, the release images, everything... It really seems like that's the case. See, that I, I feel like MatPat gets like these just very secret text messages from Scott, but they're very like cryptic, cryptic from yeah. Scott. And <laughs> he's like, so here's something for you to think about. Oh, my God. A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. Three Z bat signal. <laughs> and he has to figure that out. Yeah. He, he wow. has to find the cipher. It's kind of like the Zodiac killer. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. It's really funny how that happened, but I'm really, I'm excited. You know, it's going to, it's coming out so soon too. So I'm ready for the internet to fucking explode again. I'm and, surprised it hasn't already dropped. Uh, a few months ago. Like three months ago. Yeah. Yeah. A few months ago, we reported that Scott had talked on Steam about releasing a VR game. There's going to be still a movie. There's going to be more books. I'm looking forward to those because I really liked the books. I'm looking forward to the movie because I don't read. <laughs> I, Plain and simple. I you're, used to, but I don't anymore. Yeah, you're too pretty to read. I am. 
<laughs> I am. Um, I liked the books, though. They weren't the best books. There were a lot of inconsistencies and plot holes. But honestly, I had a good time reading them. It's been so long since I was able to sit down for like three solid hours and just read a book. And all three of the books did that for me. Because I was interested in it. I, I will always go back to FNAF for some fucking reason. I don't know why I'm trash. but Because you are. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, we have a little bit more of information about No Man's Sky VR. Just because, like, there's a lot. Do you go want me for to it. do it? Yeah. Okay. So, No Man's Sky VR will be coming in an update to the game this summer. You'll be able to access the VR mode for free if you already own the game. It's not like an additional... Like, it's not like a DLC or anything or an update that you have to pay for. Um, it just comes with every version of the game and you turn it on or off. That's nice. Um, you'll be able to turn it off on and off whenever the fuck you want. Um, obviously as long as you have a VR rig, if you don't have a VR rig, I imagine it wouldn't work very well. You don't have to start a new save file for the VR mode. You can just use your current save file wherever you happen to be and you will still be able to play co-op with your friends which is also a, a thing you can do now. Yep. Even if your friends are not on VR mode. That's so cool. So it's pretty much just like... It's just giving another viewpoint. It's like adding a texture patch, but it's a VR texture, you know? I mean, hey. I, I think that it's the best possible way. And Hello Games was like, we're, we're trying to do so much stuff and add so much fun to the game for you guys, for us, the people who still play it every now and then. So I, I think they're trying, and I think this is a good step to make it free and just part of the game. You know? Yeah. I think they're doing their best. Yeah. Um, a Not a quick update, but a nice update. If you are a Twitch Prime subscriber, or even just an Amazon Prime subscriber, you automatically have Twitch Prime. Um, you can get Nintendo, Swi Nintendo Switch Online mm -hmm. for free for a year. Yes. Now, the way that this works is you have to link your Amazon account to Twitch in order to also link your Nintendo account to redeem the offer. Yes. The offer seems to stack with any per previously purchased year of Nintendo Switch Online, adding on to your current total, as Sarah has experienced with mine. Yeah, it was like your your subscription date has been extended because Morgan had already bought a year and we were already like a few months into it, I think. Yeah, she bought me a year back on Christmas. Yeah. So, so I, basically I'll extend it to another full year. Yeah. Yeah. So the way it also works is when you claim it, you get three months for free initially and at the two-month mark of the three months, you can claim the other nine months. Yeah, it said 60 days. Yeah. So I put it in my calendar as, like, 56 days. So yeah. I'll remember to, like, remind myself. Now, if you want to really get into this, you have until September 24th to redeem the first three months. And January 22nd of 2020 will be the last day to redeem the additional nine months yeah. free. So you do your three months, you wait 60 days, you can redeem the nine months, and then you'll have a full year. Yep. Probably, they, it sucks to say, but they probably did that so that everybody would get their three months and then forget. Yeah. Oh, no, and absolutely. I'm not going to forget. That is. <laughs> um, if you want more information on it, you can go to twitch.amazon.com slash Nintendo. Scroll down to claim if you don't need the information you just want to get it sign into your nintendo account and link your twitch prime account and you'll be able to finish claiming everything uh in 60 days go back to twitch you, the, the link i literally just said and claim your additional nine months yeah like i don't remember yeah. i don't remember if it made me 
sign in to my Nintendo account first, which was your Nintendo account, yeah. or if it made me link my Twitch account first, that wouldn't make sense. But I can't, I literally can't remember which order it made me go in. So you'll have to have a Nintendo account. Obviously, if you have a Switch, you probably already have one. I think by default, it makes you it does have one. Yeah. I, and then also Amazon Prime. So you have to have your Amazon Prime. <laughs> Attach it to Twitch. Attach your Twitch account to your Nintendo account. And then you can hit the claim See, button. I'm hoping with this news, this means it's going to be a bigger partnership with Twitch. Kind of like with the Twitch Prime games. Mm. That we might get a Switch game. Even if it's every couple months, we That's, get a, a, a free indie title or whatever. Yeah, or like more like, like different NES games. Like how there's already like the NES online. Right, yeah. I think that could be fun if they added more games. Because I was looking at them and there's not that fucking many. Yeah, it's you it's know? a small list. Yeah. But they're working on it. Uh, speaking on Twitch, did we talk about the fact that you can now do multiplayer streams? Oh, yeah. We did not. Multi-screened nope. streams, streams yes. without being partnered or affiliated. So for those that don't use Twitch very often, um, let, me, let me walk you through this here. So the Overwatch League eSports um, started doing this with their all-access pass where you're playing a game six players versus six players. Each of those players has their own screen that you could potentially be watching or that they're cutting between. Someone in the control room is doing a lot of fancy shit. Yeah. They've got 12 cameras, one for each player. That is their screen. And then on top of that, you have a top-down view of the map. You have a chase camera view for each team. And then, you know, whatever other camera views they happen to have. And that's There's like your so, control room yeah. that some crazy motherfucker has to run out while they're doing all that stuff. And when you get all access pass on Twitch, I can now go in and say Boston Uprise is Uprising is playing against Toronto Defiance. I like these two players from Boston Uprising, this one player from Defiance, and I want an overview of the map. And I can bring those all in and set them up how I want them and then have player stats also. And it's really fucking cool. And what multiplayer stream is allowing us to do is say if Morgan's upstairs playing Borderlands 2 at her place and I'm down here playing Borderlands 2 at my place – and we're both streaming to separate accounts, we can have it linked together so that people can watch, say they're just coming over to the Yadude channel, and they can see both streams there, maximize whichever one mm -hmm. they want to pay attention to and have the other one minimize what's still there. And that would be for the production person. So that would be for you to be like, I want to have my screen here and Morgan's screen here. Correct. Yeah. It Until be someone like, selects it, it wouldn't to be like, maximize. Oh, okay. So it would partially be up to me the watcher of like which one of you i want right to watch. so okay. initially if proxy and i were to stream and he initiates his stream to be a split screen mm -hmm. i would be minimized but if say you want to watch more of my screen you would just click on my screen and it would minimize his i definitely want to i definitely want to spend some time fiddling around with it because yeah, yeah. no we definitely have the to platform has needed it for a long time Absolutely. and it's incredible that i, it's I feel here. like with the 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 at the addition of Overwatch League and being able to do that, like select what players you want to watch and all that was kind of like the precursor to Twitch being like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we can do this with everyone. I think it took them realizing it the system works for them to be like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a let's see how this works on. I don't want to say a smaller scale, but in because, a controlled environment. Yeah. On a more controlled scale with a set number of like things. Yeah. And if it goes well and we're able to implement it to everyday people, mm -hmm. then we'll do that. Yeah. Like if anyone's got the money to throw at fixing issues they might have, it's going to be blizzard. Right. Exactly. No fucking kidding. Especially when you don't have to pay another 800 employees. <laughs> oh, God. Too soon. <laughs> it's always going to be too soon. Ugh. 
So, oh, anyway, some, so some game company laid off a bunch of people this week, but it's been happening EA. so frequently. EA I, did it. Oh, yeah. it was EA. It's so it keeps happening. They laid and off uh, six hundred people. Oh, God, the good news so is, I'm people. pretty sure everyone that they laid off got like a stack of five loot boxes with job applications for other companies, <laughs> and and a copy. Of and Battle if you Front. got doubles, you get a dollar. Right, oh. and eventually you can spend a hundred dollars on another loot box. Yeah, which might get for you a potential job. at getting another job. They didn't get severance pay, but they did get gold coins. It's origin important. dollars. <laughs> origin bucks. Oh my god. And this anyway. is why. Never mind. I was about to say something that shouldn't be on the record because it's illegal. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, that's fair. Um, some quick uh, end capping news. Uh, there was some Bethesda stuff uh, today, Friday at PAX East. Uh, they had a few panels and streams scheduled for today, uh, a Fallout 76 stream, an Elder Scrolls 25th anniversary stream, a Rage 2 stream, and an Elder Scrolls Online stream. Yeah. There was also speculation that there was going to be news about Starfield, their next game coming out but as far as i know there wasn't any yeah um, also i yeah, was, there was thinking no news. i was thinking of including like if anything interesting happened today friday i was thinking of including it next, next week. week because obviously there's like so many things that could happen between yeah. 7 30 p.m when we're like in the window of recording and midnight tonight yeah so it's like if anything happens that's interesting i'll include it next week but i didn't want to i didn't feel like it man it's one of those days <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like watching a bunch of streams just for it to be nothing. And then um, a final thing, because uh, we generally end our podcast with rumors. <laughs> we love those. Um, Resident Evil 3 remake uh, is potentially leaked by a fan who has been right before. I don't remember the guy's name, but he's the one that also leaked Resident Evil 2 remake and he's leaked and a couple he, other things. He said something about Resident Evil 7 right before it came out that ended up being right. Yeah. Um. So, but it is suspected that it won't be ready before next gen. But it also could be. I don't know. I mean, Who fucking if knows? I have to wait for next gen, that's fine. Because like the RE2 remake was amazing. So like, oh, yeah. I'll take it. I th I think the thing is that Capcom said when 2 was coming out and people were like, oh, shit, this is actually really good. They were like, if you guys want, just demand it of us and we will make all of the remakes. Yeah, Capcom's good about that because they did so, the same thing with WWE Cry 5. Because people will keep buying the shit. I feel like if they got to six, like if they remade up to five and they were like, we're not going to do six because like it's pretty OK as far as like graphic standards go. I think I could live with that. But like one through five whole weird universe that I'm not familiar with because they're ugly. That's just me. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. That was the week. I'm so tired. Do you have anything else, Proxy? I did, and I spaced out. Oh, I had a like fucking conspiracy theory in my head, like the oh, fact no. that G Four, the gaming channel, yeah, had two of my favorite shows: Attack of the Show and X Play. Yeah. X Play was canceled. Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb let go, and they've moved on to do their own things. Attack of the Show repl essentially replaced it with Kevin Pereira. Continued on until now, it, he runs their own thing, just the uh, called At the Attack, I think. Yeah, or Attack Media. Yeah, and that's not tied to g4 whatsoever but i was thinking like, no because now the gq why did x play get canceled and attack of the show went on because attack of the show starts with an a and x play starts with an x oh my god i mean it could be as easy as that also <laughs> as easy as they fucking also, hated adam sessler hey, uh, yeah, i'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast by uh spilling some truth to everyone that's been hanging out uh thank you guys so much for stopping by and listening to the podcast we appreciate you it's been 103 long episodes <laughs> 
I thought three real great episodes. I thought by spilling some tea, you were going to say shit no, like truth. the moon is definitely real. Oh. Stop thinking it's fake. It's no, the real. moon's real. It's just programmed in 2D. That's why we only ever see one face. Also, it's flat because it's a Frisbee circling around all, the giant wolf that yeah. is our planet. All the planets are are round except for ours and the moon. That obviously logically makes sense. No, the moon is flat. Our, our planet's not flat. It's just, it's a giant wolf. <laughs> oh, woo. Uh, fuck. The Earth is a furry. Oh, and if you haven't seen the furry earth movement, look it up on Twitter. It's gaining such traction. It's ridiculous. I'm like, a this is the, equi- this is the flat earth equivalent to Pastafarianism. Yeah. Where like other religions had taken ideas to some ridiculous extremes. It- and then they went, let's be really self-aware. Yeah. Is it like a joke though? Oh, like, yeah. Is it everybody's in on the joke? Everybody's in on this. Cause if it's not a joke, I don't think I want to. No, everybody's in on this. Like I was talking to the dude who created it. Cause apparently this thing started a few days ago. Oh, and God. I went there. And it was like when I found their Twitter it, or the Twitter for Furry Earth, it had only been around for a little while. And like a four hour ago tweet was like, uh, good morning to the 50 people who decided this was worth following. <laughs> um, welcome to the Furry Earth. And I was like follower 72. They're well up over 100 now. Wow. It's gaining traction. We're using the uh, hashtag proud furry earther. Oh, no. Yeah. He's like, follow me here, though. Grass is just earth fur. And yes. if you scratch it enough, you're scratching his, his fur and eventually his leg will start to kick. What do you think earthquakes are? Yeah. And that whole thing is like the moon is flat. It's a Frisbee and the doggo is chasing the Frisbee. I hate that makes, so much. That makes so more funny. sense than our planet is flat and the moon isn't real. That makes more I, sense. It angers me every time I go through Netflix and that flat earther documentary pops yeah. up. And the first line it says is the reason that we're winning against science is going to be like, look, Seattle's right there. I I want to watch These it. These are the types of people that don't vaccinate their kids. I want to watch it, but I don't want any of my other platforms to think that that is what I believe. Right. And you need I to also, watch it anonymously. I don't want Netflix to think. That you want more of like, this shit. I don't want them to use my view to be like, see, people believe in it. Because it's like, it's a hate watch Netflix. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. We don't need more confirmation bias on the internet. Thanks mm, a lot. Anyway, you want to drop anyway. more truth? No, that's it. That's that was Follow it. the furry okay. earther. Follow the furry earth movement. It's great. It's amazing. The it's, earth is round. It's, the earth is a furry. Oh, woo. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yadude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks.
ever think about getting into street fighting proxy? No, I'm really bad with my quarter stick turns. And being that asshole fighter. Oh, God. Also, wow. I'm yeah. leaving. Thank you. I expected it. <laughs> that's you want to just I... drop a pun in chat and it... no one will know about till tomorrow? <laughs> Amanda just oh, said that's yeah, her favorite Amanda part of the day. <laughs> She's yeah. like, it's my favorite part of Friday. Yeah, so this will be the after credit scene, I guess. Okay, doing it. <laughs>